Support for this broadcast of Two Rivers 30 Minutes comes in part from a grant from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. One of the new ones in the Mon Valley area is a new program in Homestead. It's called Veterans Helping Veterans. On the line with us right now is Michael Lisovich. He is a founder of what is the actual name, Michael? Is it Veterans Helping so, Veterans, or is it the, the, the Forge? What's the name here? The program is Veterans Helping Veterans. Okay. Uh, the actual nonprofit is called Meadows Edge. Okay. And this is uh, a new program we added to it uh, for an uh, in-house brick-and-mortar veteran center. Okay. And, and But the, the, the location, then, is called The Forge? Yes. Uh, I actually have a, a winery here. Okay. And we don't use in a, it's a wine bar, uh, winery, wine store. But during the day, it wasn't being used. And you know, with the COVID and uh, all the what they call essential services or non-essential services being shut down and the sequestering of people in the homes, uh, the veteran suicide rate uh, was going up. They had nowhere to go. So I just decided that we're going to open it up to veterans during the day. You know, Monday through Friday, eight to four. Give them a place to come to and give them whatever help they need. So also, uh, the program is called Veterans Helping Veterans. Okay. And also on the line with us is Sue Watson. She's Managing Director of uh, Veterans Helping Veterans. Uh, good morning to you, too, Sue. Good morning, Jason. Thank you for having us today. Um, thank you for, for taking some time. Uh, let me ask, I'll, we just heard from Michael. Let me ask you, Sue. So where are you physically located in Homestead? Um, we're in Homestead. We're on 7th Avenue, right across from the municipal building. Um, we have some doors that are uh, have are painted like a winery sort yeah. of on the outside. But, mm-hmm. yeah, we're at 210 East 7th Avenue. And what is the what is the phone number? What's the best way for people to, to get in touch with you? Uh, probably right now, 412-977-6451. Okay, 412-977-6451. We will give that number out a couple of times. I know sometimes people are listening in the car or something. Is there a, a website as well? Sure, there is. Um, so they can find us at meadowsedge.org. Meadowsedge.org. What is Meadows Edge? What are some of the other projects that Meadows Edge has been working on? So I'm going to give you the 30-second the answer, and then I'm going to let Michael talk. Uh, sure. Meadows Edge is a nonprofit umbrella, and there are three different projects that Michael has started under that, um, really, really doing good in the world. But that's so when you go on that site, you'll see those other three, and I'm going to let him tell you a little bit about those other three uh, because it's a little confusing when you see, you know, you're looking for veterans helping veterans, and that's one of those projects. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, uh, so, Michael. Tell us more. Yeah, so Meadows Edge is a nonprofit. We've been doing it for about two years. Um, it has three main projects. One is where we first got our start, which is combating uh, human trafficking. So, you know, we're pretty big in the human trafficking. We have our presence in about 22 countries now, um, doing everything from education, preventative, to actual rescues. Uh, the second project which is the sister project to this Veterans Helping Veterans, 
It's called Safe Harbor. It's a technology um, solution to for combating suicide among veterans. So we're working with SOCOM and a project with the Army to develop a mobile app that keeps veterans connected and a lifeline. And that's mostly geared towards crisis. So when they're in crisis, they can hit a button and be connected with other like-minded veterans. And the system has an AI component that goes out and finds the closest veteran, you know, Army, Army, same MOS, maybe same uh, areas of operation they served in, to connect them with them so they have someone to talk to right away, and then the ability to reach out and get further help if we need to call in counselors. But usually just having a veteran to talk to that understands is enough to de-escalate the crisis, and that's called Safe Harbor. And then the, the third one is... We work in some third-world countries building uh, or teaching them how to do microenterprise um, to actually sort of, not really sort of industrialize and make a profit on things they can do that brings money into their village or their area. So our, and that one's called uh, The Gift. We now have a project in uh, northern Vietnam, Kaobang, where we have seven villages where they make products that we actually import to the U.S. and sell, and that money provides water and school and medical for those villages. And then we started this uh, Veterans Helping Veterans, which is to avoid the crisis. So it's a sister project for Safe Harbor. It allows veterans to have a place to hang out. It's sort of like their second home, uh, be with like-minded veterans, and get the help they need. And it's also for veterans that just want to hang out with other veterans and veterans to be able to give back. So healthier veterans that have gone through something or not been there yet. But, again, a lot of times it's breaking the isolation and Mm -hmm. breaking the the chain of events that lead to suicide. And that's what Veterans Helping Veterans here is all about, is keeping them from getting to that crisis situation. Uh, Michael Lisovich is founder of Veterans Helping Veterans. Are you also founder of, of Meadows Edge then, Mike? Or Yes, sir. Uh, also on the line with us is Sue Watson, who is the managing director. We're talking about their newest program, Veterans Helping Veterans, uh, which is located on uh, 7th Avenue in Homestead. You can go to meadowsedge.org for more information. You can also call them at 412-977-6451. Uh, Mike, I want to get into your background story a little bit, and then I'm going to ask Sue kind of the same questions. Mike, you have you grew up in a family uh, in, in a military family, correct? Your dad uh, did contract work for the Department of Defense. Is, is that accurate? Oh, it is. So my dad was in the Army during the Korean conflict, mm-hmm. and most of all my uncles were. And then I was in the military, so I uh, was in the Marine Corps mm-hmm. and retired after 38 years. Mm-hmm. And then I currently have two sons in the military. So, you, so you've been around, you've been around uh, vets and active duty people basically your, your entire life then? Uh, pretty much. It, all my adult life, anyways. What's what is the value? What is the value? Because we actually had someone from the from the VA Medical Center on here a couple of uh, months ago to talk about uh, suicide, especially in in light of the COVID nineteen pandemic. And I want to talk to you about that in a, in a minute. But what is the value of um, someone who has been in the service in one of the branches of the service being able to talk about their experiences with another veteran? It's huge. Um, you know, I've been through a number of you know, combat situations and conflicts and 
Um, most of my friends, because I've been in the military so long, have gone through the same thing. And, you know, I've actually lost more friends after they retired than in combat. So that's why we started Meadows Edge a few years ago. Um, The majority of the the people at Meadows Edge that I work with and helped me start it up are all veterans that I've worked with throughout the years all over the world. So, you know, in the military is a a different way of life than out in the civilian world. Mm -hmm. And when you spend enough time there, um, you make friends, military friends, and they have been in the same situation. They've lost friends. Um, you know, when you go to combat, you're asked to do things that really uh, go against your own moralities for the most part, I guess is the best way to describe it. And until you've done that and been there, it's hard to understand, and it's hard for us veterans to talk to people that haven't been there and don't understand because they don't know what we're going through. You know, I suffered and I struggled through you know, the same kind of things. I have PTSD and I have TBI that I was treated for. And, um, you know, my non-military friends did not understand. Yeah. Just being able to come in and hang out with, you know, military like-minded folks is a big plus. I mean, it's, it's something that can't be done another way. You, you just need that connection. And a lot of time I found that just being able to talk to someone you know, talk about a bad time or uh, something that happened with that is enough to avoid that crisis mode where you just give up, where, you're, you know, nobody cares. Because when you get out uh, of the military, you lose that brotherhood. You you know, the big doors sort of close behind you with all the help. And for the most part, you're sort of on your own unless you have friends. And the services just aren't there, uh, especially during COVID. You know, I go to the VA here in Pittsburgh and a lot of those things that were there are closed. Mm-hmm. You know, nowhere to go. Their Hall of Heroes is closed, no place to hang out. Uh, counseling's hard, and they just can't get the help. And, you know, when you get out and have PTSD and go to under depression, it just starts this cyclic chain of events. It's like a downward spiral. You know, you, you get depressed, uh, you lose your job, then you have no money, you lose your house, you lose your family, you become homeless. Um, you can't get the help you need. You give up on society out here. And eventually, a lot of times, the people that commit suicide just get to the point where they can't take it anymore, and they can't get help, and they give up. Wow. So the whole purpose here at Veterans Helping Veterans is to break. Yeah. Our whole purpose is being that second home, bringing veterans in, building trust and communication, and then finding out what they need. Yeah. So... That's what we do, and then we connect them with the right services. So a big part of our you know, staff day is reaching out to other veteran organizations and, first of all, vetting them to make sure that they have the veterans' you know, best interest in mind. Because there's so many organizations out there that just jump on the bandwagon saying we're helping veterans to get money and end up charging veterans. Sure. And, they're more interested about making money than helping veterans. Sure. So here at Veterans Helping Veterans, we charge nothing. You know, we work off donations and in-kind donations, um, provide our services, but the veteran pays nothing. You know, all our funds go to the veterans, unlike many organizations out there that, you know, get millions of dollars and maybe 60% goes to the veterans. So we go out and find 
great veteran organizations that love and honor our veterans and want to help them, then we have this, uh, we have a catalog mm-hmm. to build. And not just in Pittsburgh, but there's organizations all over the country that can help. <clears throat> so once we find out a veteran's need, we walk through either the process or make the introduction and work with them with another organization to get the help they need because there's through a lot of great organizations there's a lot of things for veterans but it's just there's no one master list is probably the best way to say it yeah uh, so if you need a furniture if you need a house if you need a job if you need just um volunteer work if you need funding if you need help filling out paperwork if you need help getting into the VA into a program. These are all organizations. You know, we work with the, the County of Allegheny, and now we're working with the state of Pennsylvania that helps us vet these organizations and provide us the, the list of the good places and the bad. And um, so far, you know, we haven't really found anything we can't do. And if we do, we'll either find someone or we'll work on starting it ourselves. Uh, on the line with us right now is Michael Lisovich. Uh, he is the founder of Meadows Edge. We're talking about Veterans Helping Veterans, which is a, a new program which is located in uh, 210 uh, East 7th Avenue in a homestead, and the hours are weekdays from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. It's a drop-in center for veterans. Also on the line with us is Sue Watson. She's the managing director at org. You're tuned to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. We'll be back with more in 30 seconds. Support for this broadcast comes from Striffler's Family Funeral Homes. Since 1866, Striffler's has provided compassionate professional memorial services for families in White Oak, McKeesport, Dravosburg, Portview, and the surrounding areas. Strifflers offers comprehensive pre-planning services and aftercare. And through its affiliated company, Design Monuments, Strifflers also provides permanent markers and memorials crafted in stone, bronze, and other high-quality materials. Learn more at strifflers.com or call 412-678-6191. Sue, you were not... Uh, in the military, correct? You, your background is in education. That is correct. My uh, my my military started when I was born to a Marine. Yeah, my father fought in World War II on Iwo Jima, so yeah. that was a, a pretty brutal, you know, kind of thing. Um, and my experience, you know, with that was uh, growing up, he's this big, tall, strappy guy, and I thought, oh, that's cool that he's a Marine. But it wasn't until later, when you know, I started to learn about about service, about the training, but more particularly about that battle um, that I realized what he had carried his whole life. Um, and with some help, you know, from some other organizations, there's an organization in Pittsburgh that does breakfast uh, once a month. Mm-hmm. And that, that through that, he started to tell his story. And I realized that this, you know, big love of a man was really struggling with an awful lot of things. Hmm. Is it true he is it not to not to trivialize it, but is it true he enlisted on Pearl Harbor Day in 1942? Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. He did. So yeah, he uh, he actually was in high school when he you know heard about Pearl Harbor being bombed, and you know back then without technology, without you know all the, no one even knew where Pearl Harbor was. You had to look on a map and figure it out. Um, you know, but. He, he actually grew up uh, in an orphanage and was raised, it was in a prep school at the time. And one of the guys in the prep school 
found some radio station in Detroit that sound, signed off every night with the Marine Corps hymn. <laughs> so, you know, okay. whatever, that was brainwashing or whatever, you know, it was a good thing for him because it gave him some direction then, yeah. you know, when he graduated. He enrolled in Penn State and was there for a month or two and then decided that he needed to do something different, and that's when he enlisted in the Marines. 412-977-6451 or meadowsedge.org for more information. Uh, Mike Lisevich, we were talking off the air. I, I mentioned that you, this, this, this new program that just started in, in uh, is, is, is June 15th? Is, is when the drop-in center was created. It, it, it's not just for people who feel like they need to talk to someone. It's for any veteran, correct? They don't have to be in some kind of a crisis mode. Is that accurate? That is accurate, and okay. it's actually part of the model. Okay. So we welcome all veterans, those that need help, those that just want to hang out with other veterans that don't need help at the time, and those that want to give back to other veterans, that want to help other veterans. It almost sounds to me like this is kind of one of the aspects that maybe years ago the VFW or American Legion or AMVETS or, or those kinds of organizations maybe once served. And some of those have, have gone by the wayside, unfortunately. Is that true? or? Oh, that is true. Yeah. And okay. actually, during COVID, a lot of them have you know, shut down. So right. there is, there's really nothing out there right now, which is why we decided to uh, forge forward, you know, full speed ahead and get this open. Well, let me ask about that, because this, this COVID thing has, has disrupted, obviously, everyone's life all around the world, um, the, the COVID-19 pandemic. and the, the, you, 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 were talk, you talked a couple minutes ago about how isolated veterans can feel already. You, you come back from serving, especially overseas, and maybe you're trying to reintegrate into civilian life. So, number one, your routine of the last three, five, seven, ten, however many years you were in the service for, for active duty for 30 years, your, 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 your routine goes away, first of all. Your network of friends and, and, and colleagues goes away. And now, with COVID-19, you can't even go to the, the, the places that you would normally hang out that are your neighborhood hangouts. So, yeah, it does seem to me that there would be a need for, for something like Veterans Helping Veterans. Is someone always there? Like, are you or so- someone else always there? Yeah, 8 to 4, Monday through Friday. Okay. And as we build a larger volunteer staff, we'll probably open on the weekends. Well, let me ask you about the volunteers then, because uh, do you have volunteers who are, who are coming in? Because, you, as you mentioned, you don't charge for your services you're a nonprofit. you take donations so is there a way for people to volunteer with you absolutely i i you know that's one of the things i think our two reaches uh would be to get the word out to veterans but also get the word out to volunteers um one of our things that will will help uh build that resilience is to feel valued and feel like you're giving back so that really is open to anyone but it would be awesome to have Veterans volunteer. Michael mentioned, you know, veterans who are sort of on the other side of of their struggles. But this would be a good place. Someone who, you know, has some skills at cooking breakfast. Someone who, you know, has a new card game or can just lead, you know, a little poker tournament or, you know, anything. That just is a way that someone can bring their skills here. Um, you know, so I probably have a list of things that people could do. But someone who has skills probably has some other ways that they can think of to give back and 
just be a part of what we have going on here. Uh, Sue Watson and Mike Lisevich are with Meadows Edge. It's a nonprofit located in Homestead. Their new program is called Veterans Helping Veterans. It's a drop-in center uh, on East 7th Avenue, the 200 block of East 7th Avenue, right across the street from the municipal building. And uh, 412-977-6451 is the telephone number or meadowsedge.org. We'll be right back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. Mike, where does the name Meadows Edge comes from? It might be a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyways. Well, <laughs> it was, uh, we had another name at the beginning, but after working with um, the folks in the VA and the Army and the psychologists, um, it was called the Bridge Project. Okay. You know, we put people to services and help, and after they all looked at it, they, the, the people much smarter than me, decided, you know, using the word bridge is not good for a suicide prevention program. Oh, oh okay. But we all sort of all sort of sat down and uh, wanted to think of something nice, and we came up with Meadows Edge, where the, uh, the meadow's a nice place to be, you know, the sunshine and the fields are, you have a nice view, it's comfortable, a nice breeze. And then, you know, it usually has a fence, and then you go into the woods where it's dark and rainy. So it, it's sort of about... You know, bringing them in from the dark side into the into the light or the comfortable place. Mm-hmm. And, and and how long has the the organization been around? Well, the organization as a whole has been about six years, and officially as a five hundred one three C, about two and a half years. Okay. Uh, Mike Lisevich and Sue Watson are on the phone with us from Meadows Edge for, for a few more minutes here. You've got three different components of what you do. You've got Project Bumblebee, which is a uh, program to fight human trafficking. You've got Safe Harbor, which is veteran support and suicide prevention, under which I think this Veterans Helping Veterans uh, initiative is, is being launched. And I'm going to mangle the pronunciation, and I apologize. It's the Monqua Project? Is that even close? Yeah, and it actually uh, means the gift. Okay, and that is your uh, relationship with Vietnam to to help poverty alleviation and uh, bring over manufactured goods that that are being made by villagers in in Vietnam. Do those three programs, do they interconnect in any way? I mean, do you have veterans who come into the program through the the safe harbor and end up helping in one of the other programs? Does the Project Bumblebee, the human trafficking, are are you able to do that with the Monqua Project? How how do they work together? The first project was the human trafficking. We got, you know, all the guys I worked with and we worked all over the country have experienced the human trafficking and it just made us mad, basically. And we started the organization then and there's about 150 personnel working in that in 22 countries. And we came up with a technology solution that helps with that, to combat human trafficking. So we have a I think probably 98% of all those people are veterans um, that work in that. And then, you know, we got so involved in that when we retired, we didn't realize the suicide problem. And, of course, once we figured that out, we created the, um, the system for the suicide prevention. So it was all the same great people that helped start the other one. And, again, the, 
the first suicide prevention project, Safe Harbor, was all about crisis. Okay. So, and then the Veterans Helping Veterans was the brick and mortar we just started, you know, a few weeks ago, or just opened the doors a few weeks ago to break the cycle before it gets to crisis. So, so, so walk me through if somebody wants to drop in there within anywhere within the sound of my voice, because uh, the radio stations are in McKeesport and Braddock, and of course we have the uh, the eighty eight point one facility over in, in Bethany, West Virginia. But so anyone within the Pittsburgh area could could drop in. Somebody comes in on a on a weekday. Uh, how are they greeted on a Sue Watson? I'll put the question to you. Uh, veteran comes in, and, and and what might bring them to your front door? Well, hopefully they will. You know, here some are referred. Uh, you know, our connection with some of the veteran service organizations, they would send send you know people our way. Hopefully, um, they would be greeted. You know, there's a big sign outside. They would be greeted. Actually, we have an on-site therapy dog. Um, and heard, there is always someone. I, I, I heard him or her. I'm not sure uh, if it was a, if it's a boy or a girl, but I heard your on-site therapy dog a few minutes ago there. <laughs> I know. It didn't sound very therapeutic at that moment. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, yeah, but he, he actually is a trained therapy dog. Uh, is sort of out of work right now because of COVID. We haven't been able to make... You know, visit. Well, let's get him here. employed too. Let's get him employed too. So, so they come in, they're greeted by someone, either uh, the therapy dog or, or or a human, and a human, let's say. And then what happens? Right. Well, I, I think the first thing is the hospitality, and that's where it feels like home to me. You know, someone told me a while ago that if you wanted me to come, if they, if I wanted them to come into my house and sit down, you know, and have a cup of coffee, I better already have it made. So we come <laughs> in in the morning, we have a cup of coffee, we have always. Continental breakfast, you know, some some snacks, um, and then we make lunch around eleven thirty noon. And so it's really a hospitality. I think most people who have come in, you know, have partaken in that. And it's sort of like the break bread. It's you know, let's sit down and let's share this. And you know, we don't get into why are you here. It's really just you know, here's my name. Where did you come from today? And you know, the conversation sort of flows from there. Um, we have another conversation starter is we have something called a Boulevard of Heroes. So I saw that. It's like yeah. a wall of, yeah, and, and it, it got that name because we upcycled some old gas lamps that were along the trail um, on the Mon River. Um, I found them in a field actually when I was walking our therapy dog and asked about them, and someone said, you know, if you can use them, go ahead. So we have these beautiful gas lights and a huge wall where um, veterans are invited to bring, veterans and military people bring a picture and put their picture up on the wall. Um, so that's a good conversation starter in terms of, you know, just let's, let's show you the Boulevard of Heroes and, you know, branch of service. That usually comes out first because there's a lot of pride and, of course, a lot of competition among, yeah. you know, little snide comments about the different branches. But, you know, it really just starts from there. And, you know, I think our hope is that, over a period of time, we sort of build. Um, there have been some people who, you know, came in and within the first 10 minutes have talked about, um, you know, sleeping on the floor on a blow-up mattress that doesn't hold air. So that, you know, there we go right to a problem. But, you know, I, I think we're just open to when we get to your problems, we're here to hear them. And we're here to, you know, make a direction or a reference a referral, you know, and, and we're not going to give up. We hope you come back and, you know, walk through this problem with you. So, um, you know, I think that the, the food is a great icebreaker. The hospitality, you know, um, 
it's you know it's a place to come in out of the out of the heat or out of the cold or out of the storm and you know hopefully people will find a home here we have a big rack of games you know on one side we have actually a stage that was here when we inherited the place and we have a baby grand piano up there so someone could come in and play the piano i mean it's Hopefully it just feels like home to people. And we are just about out of time. Uh, Mike Lisovich from Meadows Edge, give us your website address one more time. Uh, the website address is meadowsedge.org. Okay. Uh, Mike Lisovich is founder of Meadows Edge. Uh, if you are a veteran or you know someone who's a veteran who's within the sound of my voice and you'd like to take advantage of just dropping in uh, just to say hello or to ask about uh, some of the services you could be connected with, it's at 207 East 7th Avenue in Homestead. Hours are weekdays from 8 until 4. Also on the line with us has been Managing Director Sue Watson. Sue, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us as well. Okay, thank you, sir. We Th- appreciate it. Th- and thank you all for listening this week to Two Rivers. 30 minutes broadcasting from the Tube City Center for Business and Innovation in downtown McKeesport. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at tubecityonline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community. Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at tubecitytiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online.